0: Hello and welcome back for Pastor Merritt's Old Testament Overview Lesson Number 26. We will be beginning down toward the bottom of page 1 in the outline, which is going to be Genesis 12, verse 8. But before we begin, let us remember 1 John 1, 9 as may or may not be necessary. Old Testament Overview, lesson number 26, Genesis 12, verse 8, and he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and high on the east, and there he builded an altar unto the Lord, and it called upon the name of the Lord, 3.1, verse 8, he removed from thence. Abram, by now, was learning that the life of faith is a life of pilgrimage. From Ur to Haran, from Haran to Shechem, then to Bethel, from plain to mountain, God may call some of his children to settle down temporarily, but others he calls to a life of pilgrimage. 3.12. Even though we have homes... Remember, in this, the devil's world, we are pilgrims. The only land Abram ever bought was a burying place. He looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker was God. From Hebrews chapter 11, verse 10, and it reads, verses 9 and 10, By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. 3.13 The mature believer will never have his heaven in a bank. He will always have his bank in heaven. Stocks, bonds, and deeds may be possessed but they will never possess the yielded believer. Point four, and pitched his tent. He builded an altar. 4.1. Abram was what men call a nomad, but he had his tent and his altar, and he was walking with God. As with us, God had a way of teaching Abram that the life of faith is subject to change without notice. 4.2 back in the land of the chaldee his brother nahor built a city and called it after his own name from genesis 24:10 the world might have considered nahor a success and abram a failure but with god it was the other way around 4.3 we see the city mentioned in genesis chapter 24 verse 10 the context however is worth reviewing. Notice as we read how God sees to it that Isaac gets his right woman. And we'll go from Genesis 24, verse 2 through 16. Abraham said to his chief servant, I want you to swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you will not get a wife for my son Isaac from the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I am living, but will go to my country and my own relatives and get a wife for my son Isaac. The servant asked him, What if the woman is unwilling to come back with me to this land? Shall I then take your son back to Ur? Make sure that you do not take my son back there, Abraham said. The Lord the God of heaven, who brought me out of my father's household and my native land, and who spoke to me and promised me an oath, saying, To your offspring I will give this land. He will send his angel before you, so that you can get a wife for my son near Haran. Then the servant took ten of his master's camels and left, taking with him all kinds of good things from his master. He set out for Aram, naharim and made his way to the town of Nahor. He had the camels kneel down near the well outside the town. It was toward evening, the time the women go out to draw water. Then he prayed, O Lord, God of my master Abraham, give me success today, and show kindness to my master Abraham. See, I am standing beside this spring, and the daughters of the townspeople are coming out to draw water. May it be that when I say to a girl, Please let down your jar, that I may have a drink. And she says, Drink, and I'll water your camels too. Let her be the one you have chosen for your servant Isaac. By this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Before he had finished praying, Rebekah came out with a jar on her shoulder. She was the daughter of Bethuel, son of Milcah, who was the wife of Abraham's brother, Nahor. The girl was very beautiful. That was a very short and very good lesson Pastor Merritt's Old Testament Overview, number 26. I was very honored to have Tyler, my son, listen in for the lesson. He was very good and stayed very quiet. Thank you, Tyler. Now, I think he wants some candy as a reward. Since the lesson was so short, and I may get... Chastised for doing this, I'm going to tell you a short story about Pastor Merritt, my father-in-law. When I first started dating his daughter back in 1986, she finally invited me over to the house to meet her parents. We went in and I was standing downstairs and here comes Pastor Merritt down the stairs and he's carrying a Tommy gun Like you saw in the gangster movies, and he gets to the bottom of the stairs and looks at me and says, What do you think about this? As a young, hard charging Marine back in those days, uh, I was quite impressed, and uh, I've never ceased to be impressed with Pastor Merritt in so many ways and the things he's taught me about what it is to be a, a husband and what it is to be a father, and I'm proud to be associated with him. So don't count on a lot of these stories, because I'll probably get shut down from doing it again, but I just wanted to brag on my Pastor Merritt and my father-in-law and the guy I called G.J. Once again, we appreciate you listening, looking forward to being with you again. If there's anyone out there without Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, Remember, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Also, encourage you to visit westbankbiblechurch.com, and from there you can also get to these podcasts through Buzzsprout, which you can see the outline there, or you can also, or you can also get it off the website under the uh, Old Testament study. But that's it for now. So long.